Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, this month I encounter my good reports. And nothing the devil can do about them. Because this is by the Spirit of God. Because the God who remembered Noah with everything that he had is remembering me this month with everything that I have and in a position that I'm in. In Jesus' name. So say I and does the Lord also say the same. Amen. The book of Numbers chapter 13. I'll try to go very fast if I can, if I manage. <clears throat> A month of good reports. And I want you to follow me carefully, least, because this will be a bit detailed, but I want you to follow me carefully. And by now you know how I read my Bible. I read my Bible slowly. The Bible says, the Lord said to Moses, I want you to remember that, the Lord said to Moses, send some men. Send some men. Let's pause here. Maybe you The Lord said, so, uh, said to Moses, send some men. I want you to check again what happened. Men to explore the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites. Check the, the English words used there. Which I am giving to the Israelites. Remember when he was talking to Abraham, he said, Abraham, I have given. But now he says, now I am giving them. The land you are going to possess is the land that I am about to give you now. You are getting that? The testimonies you are going to encounter this month and this year, you are receiving the anointing for it now in this service. In Jesus' name. So he sent, sent, tells Moses, send some men. You know one of the things that you discover in this verse is when the Lord speaks to you, he leaves details to you to fill in. And I'll explain that to you. Now I want you to look at what Moses does. He says, send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the Israelites. From each ancestral tribe, send one of its leaders. Send one of its leaders. But he said, some, send some men and proceed to give some details. Then he tells him, pick from one of the ancestral tribes of Israel. And he said, of its leaders, but does not tell Moses who to choose. He just says, pick the leaders. The leaders. Remember in, the, in, the, in, in every tribe there were categories of leaders. Let's proceed. So at, the, so at the Lord's command, because it was a command, there are some things that the Lord has spoken to you. And pastor said in the morning, a principle is non-negotiable. The things that the Lord has spoken to you if, you, if you follow the instructions of the Lord, and I'll be able to show you in this scripture, your secret for success is hidden there. And I'll show you. So at the Lord's command, Moses sent them, and the word he used there is them, out from the desert of Paran. I want you to understand that if you look at this scripture, from the desert of Paran, Paran in the Hebrew word means wilderness. Means wilderness. Or if you are an English person, you say wilderness. If you come from where I come from, nobody will accuse you for saying what I said. Praise the Lord. All of them were leaders of the Israelites. These are their names. Praise the Lord. These are their names. But I want to say something before I even go there. At your most important turnaround in this life, 
The Lord will always allow us to come up with strategy as long as it does not conflict with the assignment. God tells Moses, go and so choose some men. Does not tell him the names, but tell him some men. And that's what I'm saying. At your most important turnaround, the Lord will always allow you to come up with your strategy as long as it does not conflict with your assignment. And that's why it's the book of Psalms chapter 20 verse 4 and now I want them to show the, to, the, to, the Bible says He gives us the desires of our heart and makes what? All our, all our plans to succeed. As long as your desire does not conflict with the assignment God has given you, with the plan God has, of you, has, has over your life, it will come to pass. It will come to, to pass. The Israelites were coming to the end of their many years of wandering. Or wandering in the deserts. The desert of Paran. And that's why I said the Paran means wilderness. The Paran means wandering. And that's, wandering, and that's what I'm, I want to repeat again. In this year of, your, of our takeoff, we are coming, a number of us, we are coming to the end of our, our wilderness. We are coming to the end of our desert. Praise the Lord. Beginning this month, the Lord is releasing an anointing in our life. We are coming to the end of some of the deserts we are going through. Just as, because at this point, the children of Israel were coming to the last desert they were ever to go through. And because they were going to the last desert they were ever going to go through, the Lord gives an instruction on how to do. So some of us, and I repeat, by the power of the Holy Ghost and by the will of God and by the grace of God, there are some of us today who are receiving an anointing to end up some of the struggles they have ever gone through. Some of the deserts they have ever gone through. Because this is our month of good reports. And I prophesy as a man of God, in the mighty name of Jesus, may you take off this month. May your faith be built up this month. May you encounter the Lord in this, this month. May the word of the Lord be a, be a life in your heart this month. May you receive the grace of God. And the gra- not only the grace of God, but a multiplication of grace of God over your life for you to receive good news in Jesus' name. So this news became, was very important to the children of Israel because Moses tells them this place called Paran is the last place you'll ever encounter deserts. Praise the Lord. So this month, for some of us, we need to determine in our heart, this is the last time I'll ever encounter this particular problem in Jesus' name. And I assure you as a man of God and with my brothers and sisters that are here, it will be exactly that. Praise the Lord. Because the Bible says, you shall declare a thing and shall be established. You, not me. I can only agree with you. If somebody needs to get tired and annoyed and say, beginning today, you, my month in February, you shall be a witness. I am taking off and you are releasing in my life good reports. Just as the Lord was about to release good reports. Hallelujah. Now let's go to what is my brother... My personal prophet would like to hear from me and Azenga. From the tribe of Reuben, I want you to go. Check each tribe slowly, because I want to show you a secret. The Spirit of the Lord has just shown me when I was in the office. Though he spoke me, to me in the week to check, but I didn't check. From the tribe of Reuben, Shamua, son of Zakur. Do you know who Shamua, what Shamua means? Shamua means to hear. So he said, let me just read the word, that, 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 that word. That, 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 that word, that name, as the Bible in Hebrew says. So from the tribe of Reuben, send, send Shamua, 
whose, meaning, whose word means to hear. From the tribe of Simeon, send shepherd, whose name means judge. From the tribe of Judah, send Caleb, whose, mean, whose name means wholehearted. From the tribe of Ephraim, send Hoshea. And Hoshea, here don't confuse with Joshua because we are going there, means salvation. From the tribe of Issachar, uh, uh, from the tribe of Issachar, Eger, son of Joseph. Issachar means there is reward. From the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, son of Repham. Repham means God liberates. Or what God, what we all know, what we normally call God, my daily, my deliverer. From the tribe of Zebulun, Zebulun, Gadiel, son of Sodi. Gadiel means the Lord, my happiness. From the tribe of Manasseh, a tribe of Joseph, and the Bible reminds us a tribe of Joseph, send Gadi, son of Susi. Gadi means my troop. From the tribe of Dan, Amiel, son of Gemarel. Amiel means people of God. From the tribe of Asher, send, from the tribe of Asher, send Sethru, son of Michael. Sethru means who is like God. From the tribe of Naphtali, send Nabi, son of Bosi, and, 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 and Nabi means very secret. And for you who are Bible scholars, this is the only place in the Bible you, might, you find this name Nabi. You do not find it anywhere else in the Bible. And from the tribe of God, Guel, Guel, son of Maki, and Guel means majestic God. Praise the Lord. Let me go to verse 16. These are the names of the men Moses sent to explore the land. And check here. Moses gave Hosea, son of Nun, the name Joshua. The name now Joshua means here, Jehovah is generous. Praise the Lord. Let's be good Bible scholars. Let's ask, let's ask ourselves, why did the Lord choose this man? Or why did this Moses choose this man? Men. Let's look at the secret. I, I've taught uh, my brother Nani how to interpret this. And my brother uh, Azenga could be laughing. Let's, look, let's read out those names together as one sentence. This is what the Lord said. Send Shamua, meaning here. Or let's read the scripture. Hear and judge wholeheartedly because there is a reward which includes salvation, rebellion, which you can say deliverance, happiness of the Lord's troops who are people of God, who is like our God. Then puts up. Who is like our? After saying that, then the, 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 the last word, the last, the last name, which is, uh, which is uh, Shethut. Shethut means who is like our God. So you put a puts up and ask yourself, who is like our? God. Then Nabi, very, who is like our, like our God, who is very secret and majestic. And then you had, you had Joshua. Jehovah is generous. That is the entire secret hidden in those names. So the Lord was sending spies who had a hidden code. Every assignment, of, every assignment that God gives us, there is a secret code in it. You will only be delivered and walk in good repose and the full anointing of God and the full deliverance of the Lord when you discover the secret code in your assignment. Praise the Lord. In your 
assignment. I am going to be a businessman. My brothers who here who knows my prophecies know there is a reason why God will give me wealth. It has a hidden code. When you discover the hidden code of your success, you become successful. Praise the Lord. You become successful. That's what I've said. Every, every assignment the Lord gives you will always look ordinary. Will always look ordinary. Like with the names I read, all of you have always known them as names. In fact, some of you used to go to uh, the book of Numbers chapter 13. You go from verse 3 up to now, now, verse 16. And you say, this is my Gina Minky. But from every assignment God ever gives you, it always looks oh, ordinary. But it carries a hidden cord, a hidden secret for your deliverance. This hidden cord or hidden secret is what carries your deliverance. And that's why we find the famous, book, the famous book which we love all of us in the book of Isaiah 45 verse 3 says, I will give you the treasures of, of that riches hidden in secret places. And that's why when we read the name of this, 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 this brother called uh, who, Nabi, and the Bible says that is the only place his name is mentioned, that his meaning means very secret. I have discovered some of the things we trust God to give us are secret to him. He only delivers it to us when we have known how to walk with him through hidden principles in the Bible. And the pastor said in the morning, if you want to encounter God, you have to understand how to walk with the principles of God. Do you know something, and my brother uh, Apostle Joshua will tell you, do you know there are some secrets that do not respect whether you are born again or not born again? The secret of giving does not respect whether you are born again or born again. It is a principle. Given shall be given to you. That's why the Indians, they worship a cow and they are very blessed. Because they are the biggest givers. That principle does not respect anybody. As long as you know how to utilize it. I know of a man we were discussing yesterday. He's one of the richest billionaires in this country and one of some of the biggest uh, skyscrapers in this city. And, 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 and the man is blessed. But the man, when he came well, to look at Tunavuka Mwaka on the 31st, he wrote on his Twitter account, I am not sending anybody good near wishes. I'm only telling them, go and have a habit of blessing your priest. And the man is not born again. And the man you all know is called C.K. Kirubi. He can go and dance and do whatever he does. But he said, only one God. Always remember to bless your priest. He, means, he called his priest. No wonder the man is blessed. Some years back, and I stopped that habit, I used to, when I would preach in a church, I used to tell the pastor, show me, pastor, show me your intercessors. I stopped doing it, but here I'm not checked, so don't be worried. And I stopped asking a pastor to show me the intercessors because I discovered the intercessors. They carry an anointing for prayer. They push things that happen. But if you look at their life, it's dry. And I discovered one of the troublers of intercessors, they're the poorest giver. My sister, my brother, you can pray as much as you want and even move this building to that place. But as long as you do not understand the principle of giving, akuna pali unenda. Praise the Lord. There are some principles they don't change. They don't change. And I'm not discouraging anybody today. 
I know we are speaking about a month of good reports and I will go back to my... I am not discouraging anybody today. But as long as you do not tithe and you are praying for God to give you the millions, this is what you are telling God. Oh God, bless this thief so that the thief may steal more. And then you come and tell me, man of God, I am not seeing anything happening in my life. There are some principles they do not change. The Bible says, the, the, God says in his word, he has exalted his word above his name. He will never change his word to honor you. It is you to learn how to work with the word of the Lord. So that the word of the Lord may work for you. Because the word of the Lord is meant to work for us. It is it's almost like a slave. It's meant to work for us. It has been revealed to work for us. So that's why you find God tells Moses, choose some men. And Moses chooses 12 men with a hidden code, which I will explain to you. So to the ordinary people, those were 12 men. But to God, they carried a secret. They carried a secret. And what was the secret? This is the, these guys were going to, when they were going to spy the land, what were they going to do? Number one, the first name, they were going to he? What are those people saying? Number two, they were going to judge. Number three, they were going to, to, who, to do the whole assignment wholeheartedly. Number four, they were going to do this because they knew there is a reward. This is our land. The reward is this is our land. Number four, we know that God is our salvation. Everything shall work well. The Lord is your salvation, my sister, my brother. It shall be well with you. Praise the Lord. And then I said, uh, party means... The God is our God is our liberator. So they, even as we are going to spy, they knew the Lord that we serve is our deliverer. He shall deliver that land to us. So he chooses a man that carries that name. And then I said, uh, Guardian means Lord, the Lord our happiness. So he said, even if whatever happens, there shall be happiness at the end of this assignment. My sister, my brother, there will be happiness at the end of February for you. In Jesus' name. Because it's not the will of the Lord to deny it to you. Praise the Lord. So there was a code. Let's continue for the sake of time. And then, the first thing that God, before they leave, the first thing that God does, he changes the name of Hosea to the name, to the name Joshua. Meaning, Jehovah is generous. I know people use it as salvation, but check your, check your Hebrew meaning very well. Changes the name of Hosea to Joshua. Meaning Jehovah is generous. So, before the Lord send you for some task, or before us we encounter some miracles, you are trusting God. Let us explain to you as men of God. There are some prayers that you've been praying. Always ask the Lord, Lord, I've prayed. I've believed. I've fasted. May you be free to adjust my prayers so that I may receive the full portion that you have for me. Don't put the Lord in a container. Lord, Lord Jesus, give me money for the pickup. Why don't you tell the Lord? All I want is a pickup. Why are you telling him to give you money for the pickup? Tell the Lord, my, what I want is a pickup, Lord. What I want is a house. Stop praying for God, give me money for the house. Why don't you go for the easiest thing and tell God, all I want is a house. 
Lord, all I want is, a, is to be healed, to be delivered from this particular bondage. You're getting that? Easy. Lord, all I want is to be married by the man that I've told you already, that I've told you, who must meet this standard. Praise the Lord. I met a sister and told me, my brother, I'm married by grace. So I said, hey, okay. So I asked her what? I asked for a husband. And mine is well beaten up. Because the years are really gone. So, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So there are some things the Lord says, and I, that's why I started with Psalms 20 verse 4. The Bible says, the Lord shall answer the desires of you, and he shall make what? Your plans to all your two. So that scripture tells you, the Lord has given you room to tell him that even as I'm praying for this, this is my prayer. Preference. This is what I desire. Yeah. Oh Lord Jesus, I am praying, give me business. And the Lord opens, opens your life. And I thank you for lifting your hands. And the Lord opens open a miracle for you and gives you a miracle for a kiosk. Then you are starting to complain. You said, God, give me business. He just gave you a kiosk. He just gave you a bag of potatoes. That is good news. You owe the Lord tithe. You owe the Lord thanksgiving. He did it. So I could not tell my sister, my sister, who you are in the so because I'm a person, I have to encourage her to see the good in it. So even as you're trusting God for good news, I refer you back. There are many scriptures I can refer you to. Psalms 20 verse 4. It tells you, uh, can we look at it? It says you, may he give you the desires of your heart. First, you have to have desire. You have to have my, my brother, Apostle Joshua and Prophet Gabriel, maybe when they come here, we need to be asking them, what is your desire? And so you find somebody tell me, hey, let me, your desire will be mine. We need to be telling some people, go back. So first, you have to have a desire. Before you encounter good news, you have to incubate desire. There are some things that I'm trusting the Lord. Actually, I see them. Some things that normally happen in my life, my brother Apostle Joshua, do not surprise me. Because in the spiritual realm, I saw them. By faith, I saw them. What I was waiting for is manifestation. Manifestation. Yeah. If I was trusting God for money and I told him 100,000, he gives me 200,000, what I can tell him, Lord, thank you for addition. We are against the understanding. Lord bless me with money. He blesses me with a thousand. And you are still complaining. He has done a miracle of a thousand for you. So give thanks. Be specific. Be specific. Lord heal me. And give God praise. Ulisema heal me. Naka heal kuchamo. Be specific. Specifically Lord this. Because he was specific. He said, of the twelve spies you are sending, they carry a hidden sin. Because my people, this is the last desert they are walking through. And before they enter the land, these people that carry a secret cord must go and break this curse of wilderness by crossing over to the enemy's territory. The Lord was specific. And even had to change the name of Hosea to Job. To Joshua. 
Let's continue. Moses sent them to explore Canaan. He said, go up there, go through the Negev, and onto the hill country. See that the land, see what the land is like. The assignment carried four, five responsibilities. Number one, see the to, what, what the, he means is see the topography of the land. How does the land look like? Because Abraham was told land flowing with milk and huh? honey. So and Wangalia, how does it look like? First thing, how does it look like? Praise the Lord. Then numbers, then he said, see what the land is like and whether the people who live there are strong or weak or few or many. What is the condition of my enemy? Do you know some my brothers and sisters, sometimes when I'm praying about against my enemy, I also like to know their conditions. So that if I'm praying against a big enemy and I'm praying my prayer as that of a small enemy, surely. So it's also wise for children of God to know the condition of your enemy. Praise the Lord. Huh? You, know, we shall, you see these uh, things we see in the TV. Um, a big, not a physically height challenge person going on a big akelele and a big akelele. Then I, when a huge man opens the door and I say, oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean you. It's good to know the condition of your enemy. So he says, before to Jipange, we need to know the condition of our enemy. Praise the Lord. And what kind, or not, what kind of land do they live in? That land, what is the type of the land? Then, is it good or bad? What kind of towns do they live in? How do the towns look like? Do those people have resources? That's what he meant. How is the soil? Does the soil look to be able to carry what? The good things that Abraham was told. Is it fertile or poor? Did the Lord keep? He meant. Did the Lord keep? Is the Lord keeping His promise? Are there trees on it or not? Then I like this other one. Do your best to bring back some fruits of the land. I love this man of God. Say, I I know you bring me the report, but make sure what I want to come you to come with physically is the fruits of the the land. Do you know why the man said like that? I'll take you to a scripture. You know numbers. I'll take you to a scripture you know. Numbers. Chapter 23, verse 19. This is what the Lord said. God is not a man. God is not a... Everything my brother, my sister, God promised you. Always remember, God is not a man. That he should lie. Every prophecy ever given in your life, God is not a man. That he should lie. It will come to pass. It will come to pass. Whatever you're trusting God and been fasting for 21 days, calling upon the Lord, whatever you wrote before this altar, because some of you wrote two or three, whatever you wrote and presented before this altar, God is not a man to lie. In Jesus' name. Whatever is hurting you and you've been trusting God for deliverance, God is not a man to lie. It will go. Whatever mountain that resists your miracle will go. God is not a man. No son or man that he should Change his mind. God has not changed his mind about you. Praise the Lord. God has not changed his mind about you. Even the Bible, Genesis chapter 8 says, And God remembered Noah. After sending the man on a mission, it's as if he forgot Noah with everything. And the Bible says, And God remembered Noah with everything that was with him. 
Praise the Lord. The Lord has not changed his mind about you. He will deliver you. He will bless you with everything that you have. Praise the Lord. That's why the Bible says, He will bless your bread and what? And water. So this God who is so much concerned about your bread and water is concerned about many things in your life. It shall be well. It shall be well. Put your right hand on your chest and say, It shall be well. It shall be well with me. My God is not a man to lie. Neither a son or man to change his mind about me. It shall be well with me. This February, I begin a new encounter with the Lord. An encounter of being remembered by God. I will prophesy of the goodness of God. I will praise of the goodness of the Lord. I will encounter my miracles beginning this February because my dryness comes to an end this February in Jesus' name. Because my God is not a man to lie. Neither a son of man to change his mind. My God has not changed his mind about me. What he has spoken about my life shall come to pass because he is acting on his promises. What he has said about my life shall be fulfilled. It is, shall be well with me. My God loves me. My miracles are coming. I can hear them by faith. I can hear them by faith. There is an anointing of God that is pushing them forward. I am loved of the Lord. I am remembered of the Lord. Just pray for a few minutes. Praise the Lord. So they went and explored the land. And because of time, they went and explored the land and came with the report. If you look at, if you look at that chapter 13, from verse 21 to verse 25, we, verse 26, the Bible says, say about six times. They were all in agreement. Whatever report they gathered, they were all in agreement. They were all in, a, in agreement. Even when they picked the fruits, because they were, the grapes because they were so huge, and carried them with two poles, they were all in, a, in agreement. But if you look at there before, there after, and I don't want to go into that because of no time, you find that the Bible says, that when they gave their report, some of them saying, Hi, But one man called Caleb, and we said what the meaning of the name Caleb means, Caleb means wholeheartedly. In verse 20, then, the Bible says, Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. Praise the Lord. For you to encounter your supernatural miracle, for you to encounter good news, you have to learn the secret of silencing your mind, silencing your enemies, silencing your defeat, and say, It will be done in Jesus' name. It will happen. You have to learn to speak. Praise the Lord. Do you know why I love speaking, uh, praying aloud? It's to silence my mind, to silence my imagination and say it will happen. So that's why the Bible says, Caleb silenced them. Caleb silenced He did not only silence the people, but he also silenced their imagination. He silenced their murmuring. He silenced their complaint. 
Praise the Lord. And told them, this is what we saw. We can surely take this, life, this place. Praise the Lord. And even as I'm coming to an end, have you ever discovered that God, most of these people you've read about, there are only two that we hear about them in the Bible. Caleb and John. Joshua. And in this chapter, you don't find Joshua speaking a lot. A lot. But I want you to check about the person who spoke a lot. His name was Caleb. The Bible says that when they were portioning the land 40 years later, he reminded the, the man of God, Joshua, that give me that land called Hebron. And the Bible says he was given he? Hebron. Check your Bible. Where did, who bought the land of Hebron? If you check your Bible, you find that when Abraham's wife Sarah died, Abraham went to the land of Canaan and bought this land in he? Hebron. And buried Sarah there? When our brother Abraham died, he was buried there. When Isaac died, he was buried there. When Jacob died, he was buried there. Every time you walk with the Lord faithfully, he gives you a portion that you, can, you do not understand the importance of it. You only understand later. God gives him a priceless place called Hebron, where the patriarchs were, were buried as in his inheritance. When David, when David times arise for him to be a king, where, who, which people goes to make David the king? David is made king in he? Hebron. And Hebron was in Judah. Praise the Lord. You understand that? When Jesus comes, he talks about, he talks about himself being the lion of Jew. Judah. Every assignment ever God ever gave you, and I repeat again, Every assignment God ever gave you, I want you to go and sit carefully and ask the Lord to reveal to you the secret behind it. So even as we encounter good news today, I want to challenge you. What assignment has God given you that you've never undertaken? The reason why you're not encountering some miracles is because you have missed your hidden cord. You have missed your hidden secret. We do not find these ten men ever being told about, we do not find us being told about them. We only find two people be men mentioned. Have you ever prayed that this prayer that Lord, I want a generation of blessing that goes beyond my name. For you to encounter that, you have to understand the assignment God has given you. Nobody here is here on earth, even you, without an assignment. My brother, Apostle Joshua, was reminding us, my daughter, is Dr. Tari, is going to Europe for study. And the Lord was saying, she's not only going to Europe for study, she'll be in that a medical school, Mother University, as a representative of the kingdom of God. If she does not understand that, if my daughter does not understand that, it will be difficult for her to succeed. If she spends her time just doing like any other girl, what any other girl does, she might not make. Because her hidden secret is to go and represent God. So you say, I'm a student. Yes, but you're beyond a student. Where you are, you're supposed to represent then you say, I am in business. My, in business, you are supposed to be known as a man who does not accept nonsense. People who trade with me know. If you go to Joseph, you better... T- <laughs> so if you, I do not struggle with what, what I'm again. Because already they know the man of God will not... Even, they even say this. They even say, the man of God. That alone is a weapon. So they already organize themselves. Because the man of God will... They do not even say the businessman. They say the man of God. 
Now you, you accept everything and then you want the Lord to come and encounter you. Praise the Lord. Your assignment. So what is your assignment today before even we start speaking that God may start giving us supernatural encounter this month? What is your assignment? Some of you, God sent you to bless a widow. You did not go. Some of you, God sent you to pay somebody's school fees. You did not go. Some of, some of you, the Lord sent you to go and bless somebody. You did not go. Some of you, the Lord told you exactly what to do. You did not go. Let me tell you what is happening. My brother here, Apostle Joshua, will tell you. There's a man I accused before the Lord. And I told the Lord, forgive me. The man was told, go and bless me. And the Lord spoke to me. I've sent so and so to bless you. And gave me the exact amount. But the man took more than one year to come. And I told my brother, Apostle Joshua, why is the Lord so particular with this man? I am, I'm, Lord, I am raising an accusation against the man. Do you know some of you why you are not encountering the favor of God? Because the person you are supposed to bless or minister to is crying before the Lord. The Lord is seeing the cry of the man or the person more than your prayers. Go and do your assignment. In your assignment, there is hidden secret. Praise the Lord. So the Lord is lifting us this month because we are, we, we are going to honor our assignments. We are going to fulfill what the Lord sent us to fulfill. Because before we take off, there are some things we are supposed to do. There are some things we are supposed to, to do. And I'm encouraging each of you, go and do what the Lord told you to do. Don't come and ask me, what did the Lord tell me I'll do? You know. You no. And I pray, I pray that may the Lord remind you tonight if you are forgotten in Jesus' name. May you have a sleepless night tonight until you remember in Jesus' name. May you all not have peace if you are forgotten your assignment. Because why, why should you go if you have forgotten your assignment to sleep? My brother, Apostle Joshua and Prophet Gabriel, why should our people sleep and struggle the next day? Just because they have forgotten their assignment. May, then, may you then not have sleep so that you may remember your assignment. Because it is by honoring your assignment that the Lord will honor you. So if it is sleep that is making you to honor to encounter that, may the Lord remove it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's stand up. I've said a few things. I've said a few things and I'll recap very quickly. That you are coming to the end of your desert this month in Jesus' name. Lift up your hand right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I'm coming to the end of my desert in Jesus' name. Then I have said that, said that the Lord will honor his covenant with you. Say, lift up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, may you honor my covenant with you in Jesus' name. Then I say that the Lord will adjust your position. Say, lift up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, may you adjust my position. That I may encounter you. In Jesus name. Then I say that the Lord. Then I say that the Lord is very particular. On what he gives you. The Lord is very particular. On the assignment that he gives you. Say Lord Jesus. May you remember me. And be particular with me. On the blessings that you are giving me. That my blessings. May reach me. And, and, and remove every sorrow. I pray, Lord, every sorrow upon my blessings in 2018, I command sorrow removed, struggle removed, limitations removed in Jesus' name. May your blessings 
the enrichment of my life. Praise the Lord. I just sit up for, for a few minutes as my brother comes. Can you give the man of God a clap? Allow me to amplify something. I remember he was quoting for us, uh, was it Proverbs 3? And uh, allow me to quote for you verse 27 to amplify what he has just said, which is very important. 3.27 says, maybe you can project it. Proverbs 3.27. Can we all read it together? Can I now read it in English or you have understood? (laughs) You have understood. Allow me to give you a short testimony before we minister. I finished high school and I found myself as a shopkeeper after high school as I waited to proceed with campus. And my mother was very pissed off with my job because according to her, it was wasting me away. And she kept pushing me and pushing me to get out of that shop and to go to another, another city for my life to pick up. And for around five months, the doors were refusing to open. One day after prayer, the Spirit of the Lord whispered to me. Now, my salary was 1,000 shillings per month. Not a lot of money. The Lord told me, you see that widow who keeps coming to your shop. The one who says, Nikopeshe, Nikopeshe, lend me, lend me. I want you to do her shopping for this week. Because she has about five orphans she is feeding. Now remember my salary was a thousand. So if I'm to feed five people for a week, I, will, I may have even to borrow. Of, of, of which I didn't have the money. I went and borrowed some money and I didn't buy a lot of things. Milk, bread, sugar, you know those basic things. Let me tell you a secret that happened after that. A door opened for me with cancel. Those days it was cancel, eh? which is now Ayrton. A door opened where I was now earning 2,000 per day, not per week, per day. And with that I was able to clear all my church pledges and all my local debts. And I was on my way out of my mother's house. Actually, that is how the Lord drove me out of my parents' house. There was a prompting, but there were no resources. Your job is to obey. Your job is not to create resources. Somebody must go to school because of you. Somebody must have rent for February because of you. Somebody somewhere must have a new coat or a new shoe because of you. That person is up to you to figure out. And sometimes, as we have seen it there, the greatest miracles can come out of the most little forms of obedience. Little forms of obedience. There's a day, Brother Joe, I was going to pick my passport as I prepared to leave the country. And the time was bad. And the deadline with the embassy was not a joke. And I didn't know what to do because those days you didn't just walk in and walk out with a passport. Even two, was it three? Three civil servants are to recommend you. Some of you look like you have not gone abroad. 
three civil servants are to recommend you. And it was tedious. It was running for governor. It was like running for governor. And I didn't know what to do. Then the Lord told me, I know you are in, in a hurry. But there is this crippled lady who needs to cross the road with this Lord and take a bus to another town. I want you to carry our Lord. As slowly as she is walking, walk with us slowly. You know, those are the moments you wish you can lay hands on the crippled and say, Be healed! <laughs> Run in Jesus' name! And we walked slowly and the mama was walking slowly and thanking me before we have finished the journey. And you know the way mamas talk by standing. <laughs> and you wish you can create a biology afresh. Christ of God. And we crossed the road and she was slowly walking slowly and we reached the bus. Then she insisted, I go and book for her. It was like punishment. Fifteen minutes to the passport uh, whatever, immigration closing. I entered in. This is what happened. Two officers came from nowhere and there were lines of people. They said, yes, young man, come, come, come. Oh my God, where have you been? We have been waiting for you. It was like they lost their minds. And they said, is your passport processed? I said, no. That time I'm in Kisumu. I need to rush back to Mombasa. Pick a few more things. Come back to Nairobi. It was a deadline upon deadline. And we rushed. Remember, it is a Friday. We rushed into the office. The passport was not yet done. That is the day I discovered passports can be done in less than one hour if people want to do it. By the time I walked out, I was the only person with a passport. The rest were left lining up there. Do not withhold help. Our greatest assignment, like our brother is saying, is to make sure that we provide critical help. You may not buy food for refugees, but you can at least help a blind man cross the road. At least you can help a young child. You know, God punish the devil. Some of you, when you see children with mucus running down their mouths, you just say, Mama, and you pass. <laughs> That simple act of kindness may make you to be, you know, to be visited by God. And Christians, let us go back to our assignments. There's a man we love, you know him. And, and our sister knows him more than we know him. He will never walk and pass a plastic bottle. baba. He will never leave a plastic bottle on the road wherever he goes. And when he sees people spitting and, you know, removing milkers, he feels like he will, he will be sick. Now, will God punish such a man by causing him to live in a dirty environment? No. God cannot do that. Ask your neighbor, what do you hate? What do you hate? Go and make it lovely. I want us to minister to you, but before we minister, Joe has given us a very, very profound secret, a very, very profound message that we need to identify our assignment. For those of you with pens and paper or whatever, or with your tablets or whatever it is, I want you to classify three things. Number one, we have church. Number two, we have the nation or the generation. Number three, we have you. What is your assignment in those three areas? We have church, 
We have our nation or generation. And we have your personal life. What is your assignment? You know, some of you, you are coming from broken backgrounds. And your assignment is to stop the what? The brokenness. Are you hearing me? Some of you, you are coming from these twisted backgrounds where people are sleeping around and drinking silly and doing all stupid things. And your first assignment is to put a no to that misery. To put a no to that. What is your assignment? That's why I began to ask you. And Joe was also trying to ask you, what is it that you hate? How can you make it lovely? Oh, some of it is sickness in your family. Everybody is sick and everybody is crying about sickness. What have you done about it? Have you come to the altar and cried to God about it? Or are you just busy researching on Google how to stop the disease? When are Christians going to say enough is enough? And the Spirit of the Lord is telling me I repeat that issue of immorality. Some of you, you are coming from backgrounds of immorality. Symptoms of immorality are like polygamy. Symptoms of immorality is something like what? Incest. Things like what? Things like mistresses and whatever it is. Things like, things like uh, perversion. All these things are not there to embarrass you. They are there to wake you up. We have to stand as soldiers and as men and women of the kingdom. And tonight, part of our good report is to reverse the bad reports that have been there. You know, some of you are waiting for the World Bank to come up with a study that will mind-boggle you. Yet, there is already an assignment waiting on the doorstep. How many people have died of cancer in your family? What have you done about it? How many people get pressure? Just like that. How many people get diabetes? What have you done about it? What prayer have you raised to God? Tonight is a night of an assignment. It's a night of assignment. I see some of you, the Lord is showing me the spirit of foolishness. People saying no to God. A fool says there is no God. And people just flopping and flopping as if they have no brains. No, that is an assignment waiting to be done. Somebody to say enough is enough of foolishness. The spirit of foolishness must be replaced with the spirit of what? Wisdom. There was so much bloodshed till Solomon said, No, my name is Shiloam in Hebrew, meaning peace. I have come to bring peace. And for the first time in Israel, there was no war for 40 years. Because somebody understood the meaning of his name. Somebody understood the code, as our brother was saying, behind his assignment. His assignment was Shiloam, or peace, or what you call Solomon in English. When he understood that, for 40 years, there was no war. Don't worry about the bloodshed in your family. Be the Solomon who will put peace. Oh, I feel the anointing tonight. Are we ready to pray?